0: Planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem.
1: Well, welcome everybody. Hope everyone is having a great week. Here we are at the start of November. A beautiful, crisp day here in the New York City area. Hope all the weather is going well for you. Again, we want to welcome any new listeners here to Sustainable Success. Again, we've been here with the Voice America Business Channel now since April. And since our exception with the old Influencer Channel that we started back almost seven, probably over seven years ago. So again, you're in a great place here. Again, here we share all types of content related to elevating your level of success to the next level, both personally, as a team, and then of course as an organization overall. And we are committed to delivering cutting-edge content that allows you to take action with it to take to the next level. If you'd like to have a, any insight or input to future content here on the show, feel free to reach out to me at Chris at Christophersalem.com. That's Chris at Christopher Salem com. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types. An opportunity to either rekindle old relationships or meet new people for the first time. It is a membership program, meaning that it takes all the noise out of social media, so no more of those notifications that can drive you crazy. This is an opportunity that now that you can generate genuine and authentic relationships from people from your past or meeting new people for the first time. And since it's a membership program, it offers a wide array of different services not available to the general public. Also features an area called from athlete to entrepreneur for professional athletes now transitioning into everyday life. You could listen to the podcast there as well as a lot of the different platforms helping professional athletes coming back into the day-to-day to to start new businesses and meet new people that are also in that same transition. Feel free to check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, we got a great show for you today. I am so excited. We're going to be talking about a uh, topic that I love, you know, when when I see transition, and this is from Super Bowl champion to tech entrepreneur, we are with Tim Wright. Yes, a Super Bowl champion catching passes as a tight end from the Tom Brady. Yes. Started his career. Uh, well, I'm sure Tim played football through when he was in grade school, through high school, and so on, but you know, a graduate of Rutgers and 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 obviously went to uh Uh, you know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then eventually to the New England Patriots. And without further ado, and I want to make sure we give Tim actually even a better intro on that. So what what I'm going to do is I'm going to give him a full bio on this. So Tim is more than just an athlete. Throughout his career at Rutgers University as a student athlete, he maintained high honors with a niche focus in sociology. After graduating, he went to the NFL, earning a record-breaking success again as instrumental in winning the Super Bowl with the world-class organization, the New England Patriots, that year catching six touchdowns from legendary Tom Brady. Now, Tim is a visionary and a strategic thinker who is in sync with social behavior and social societal trends. Being an entrepreneur and enthusiast of the world's most successful business models has afforded him to insight and foresight to implement strategies that optimize consumer engagement and market growth. His understanding of consumer psychology and business tactics has helped him deliver productive and successful outcomes. And his purpose is to utilize these attributes and create generational wealth and resources that will positively impact communities and people's lives. And without further ado, we welcome Tim Wright. To hey, the show. how you doing, hey, Tim. Chris?
2: man? Thank you for that introduction. That was awesome.
1: <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. You and I have had the privilege of meeting through a mutual friend, Rob Finkelstein, through alumni direct, and, and you know, and all the great things that you're doing right now. which you're going to be sharing with us here today about dome and this new revolutionary way, and how we can now listen to things, and and all the things that can help us to do yeah. in setting new trends in in the way we do things in life. Yeah. So, I guess before we get into that, let's talk about a little bit about you know your transition. You know, you know, here, here you are. A, a football player. You go to the profession. You know, you go to the NFL and t- share with us that journey about you know taking a passion of yours when you were you're young. You know, you become a professional football player, and then what you've learned from being in the game, and now what you've taken now into the entrepreneurial world. Yeah,
2: Chris. Well, the interesting thing about my journey is that. Around the same time I grew this passion for sports and, and then it really honed into being football as the thing I wanted to take all away. I was also introduced and really exposed to the world of entrepreneurship, of business, of being a professional. Um, you know, at a at a young age, I was mature beyond my years. And so having a family and being essentially the only child I had all four grandparents, both my parents, aunts and uncles, the community coaches, everybody was essentially pouring into me and they expected, you know, I perform at a high level. And I I took that in, you know, very welcomely. And I just always noticed that I had this type of attraction to my peers. And I remember whether it was in the summer times and we was all trying to figure out what to do to keep us entertained. Mind you, there was no cell phones. There were no social media. Video games was like a privilege to be able to play those. So, like, we were outside. We had bikes. We had balls. We had to make things happen.
1: Oh, I remember that.
2: <laughs> right, Chris? So 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 I was the one that would always come up with the innovative idea. And everybody would be like, Tim, what do you want me to do? Where do I go? What I got to go get from my house? Like, let's do it, right? And, and I just fell in love with that. And wh- by the time I started playing football organized wise and, and Pop Warner, I was then positioned to be a captain very early on. And of course, I don't know what it was. I wasn't saying, oh, yeah, this is why at seven and eight years old, I'm a captain. But it was the qualities. It was the characteristics that was instilled in me. And I always knew that, hey, look, we're going to face adversity we're going in there as a team, we need every individual on this team. And that's the same as it translates into the business world. Like there's a lot of parallels between sports and business. And so for myself, throughout my years of high school, at the age of 13, I picked up a pair of clippers and I started cutting my hair because I loved art. And growing up, I used to follow my grandparents around the yard landscaping literally every season. And so at the time I got to an age where I can now start knocking on doors and making money and, and you know, like like making it for myself. I just like, th- I love the control to be able to do things on your own and be rewarded for the work that you put into it. So with all of that said, I had two passions growing up and it truly was entrepreneurship and sports. And so for me, my transition from the NFL into, into the business space was seamless as it could be. Like I, I already knew what you know my next 50 years will look like after I hang up the cleats and it's something that I, I ran into at full speed I jumped into it literally like head first and you know it's been an, an incredible reward since then
1: Wow that is fabulous and I know you you had a lot of great mentors along the way you know you, you know here you cited your your parents your grandparents you you had this community around you in this in this case most important family direct family. Yes. And then you, you you go to college and you play, you know, at Rutgers and, you know, Greg Shiano was there at the time. And, you know, and I know he ended up going to Tampa Bay at soon after and he brought you with you. So you yeah. had this you had this you played for him there at Rutgers. Then you go to Tampa Bay and you play for him there. And, and right. the rest yeah. is history from there. Yes. Talk about the transition. Some of those mentors that also helped you as well to where you are now as a leader in the tech entrepreneur space.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, Chris. And again, I, I can never discount nor not mention the value that I did receive from some of my coaches in my career, particularly Greg Shiano, was instrumental in turning me from a boy coming from high school to a man and going out into the world. And, and the transition, particularly for my story, is that, I was developed in this program. Like Greg Ciano ran a tight ship. He expected a lot from his players. Being professional, Rutgers is the class of college football. We played the first ever football game in college, NCAA. So we carry that rich tradition. And Greg Ciano, you know, really instilled that in his players. So I'm talking about from, you know, being sitting in the first three rows in class to being on time, to, you know, of course, like, making sure you're the best at in, in your academics and, and and achieving those scholar, sh- those scholar awards, um, studying for your game and, and your opponent, uh, you know, the preparation when no one else is watching. Like, these are the values that carry right over into entrepreneurial space. So when I got to the NFL, and now you're talking about where the stakes are as the, as high as it can get, no one is holding your hand. In terms of performing and going out there, yes, I'm an undrafted free agent. You know, yes, I get my position switched from wide receiver to tight end literally weeks within training camp, and I'm told this is my only shot to make a team. But I got to beat out five other guys just to make it, right? So that's the grit. That's the the the, the type of you know, things that you come across when you go into the entrepreneurial space, especially when you create your own rather than just being an investor or taking over a business. When you create your own business from scratch, there's so many things that you come across. You got to know how to pivot. You got to know how to adjust and adapt. And you just got to always be aware of your surroundings in order to fuel your team within or the growth of the company from within. So, What I started to do was, when I said, okay, I understood that NFL was not for long, right? NFL (laughs) was not for long. I tore my ACL in 2016. I also tore my other ACL in 2010 at Rutgers. So I had the season snatched from me two times. And it was literally right. This was, I didn't enter the season and started playing and then had a, you know, had that tragic injury. Uh, while on the field during the season, I tore my ACL in training camp and in OTAs and with the Detroit Lions in my in my uh, fourth season. So, with that said, going into the entrepreneurial space and then realizing that my time between the lines and on the field is very limited, I have to start planting seeds in this in this business space so that I can have legs to stand on when I get there. So in 2016, I'm going to make this part short, but I came back to Rutgers University and I opened up the first barbershop hair salon on any major campus. in the country.
1: I remember you sharing with me that yes. privately. Yes. yes.
2: So that's called the right cut, right? And <laughs> that has the opportunity, of course, to go to every university around the country. We'll put that as, I put that one on the shelf right now, but ultimately that introduction into the entrepreneurial space, I truly had to start honing my craft. So I went back to school. It was a a week long crash course business one-on-one at uh, Michigan University. And and that's where um, Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins. Dolphins, yeah,
1: because he's a UM alumni,
2: yeah. (laughs) Yup, UM UM, uh, alumni. He started, you know, the things that he was saying on stage really resonated with me when we had our, you know, first official kickoff uh, uh, event, and I just attacked that, that session, and I may have been the only athlete in there. It was about 60 guys that actually had a business that was developing in real time, so that same time I took that course in 2016, I was already setting the stage to open my business and I haven't even torn my ACL yet. And so when I tore my ACL, maybe two to three months later, I said, no, this is really the time to now turn up the volume. So I say that all to say here, Chris, is that 2017, I tried to make it back in the NFL. Ultimately, I didn't make the season. 2018 was my last season. It was with the and I didn't make the actual playing season, but that was my last year with the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's when, you know, right right when I got cut at, what was it, maybe September 1st, I'll never forget it. My wife and my two sons at the time, they drove from New Jersey all the way to KC, about an 18-hour trip. We had to drive from there all the way back. And, and through that drive, I said, I cannot wait to run out that tunnel into the business world and attack it full speed. And ultimately that's when I, you know, then then hopped on board with my with my partner in Dome Audio and never looked back. But at that point, at that moment in, in my life, Chris, I, I really started to dive in and study all the greats. I'm talking the Jeff Bezos, the Elon Musk, the Steve Jobs, like all all the brilliant minds and in, in, in the creation of big business. Because that's what really captivated me. It wasn't you know, always saying, okay, I have a brick and mortar barbershop hair salon on campus. Yes, it's delivering great impact to, you know, the whole community of Rutgers. But I want to do something that's going to either be, you know, nationwide with with hundreds of, of, of locations, or something that then gets into, you know, the 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 application space, the software space, or something bigger than that. Like, I was always connected with something bigger. So with that said, I had to study the biggest the biggest, you know, entrepreneurs and the biggest companies and business models in that space and that's where I really honed it in. That was my that was my true
1: mentor. <laughs> was well, what, what I, I love about what you shared there with your journey Tim is that even at even at a, even that, you know, at a young age and throughout your football career, you knew how to adapt. I mean, you knew like, hey, I got, I'm going to, this is a, this is a tough game. I'm going to have physical injury uh, injuries that sometimes are going to be, they're going to be beyond my control, but instead of getting caught up in the problem, like, you know, Oh, you know, I injured my knee. What do I do now? And, you know, you made every attempt to make a comeback, but when you knew that, Hey, it came a point in my life. Now I got to pivot now, mate. I got to pivot from the game and I got to now adapt to a new environment and yes. you took those same principles that you've been ingrained with you from time you were young, and then, of course, when you talked about your mentors and said, "Now I'm going to translate this into the business world," and you did that. You, you yes. successful uh, barbershop that you had the concept, and yes. now everything you're doing with Dome exactly. so just incredible.
2: No, exactly, Chris. And you know, I would say there's a there's a lot of individuals out there throughout my path that had a direct impact on me. Um, not necessarily someone who sat me down and said, this is the blueprint of how you do business at any scale, at any you know point in your evolution. Like I didn't truly have that, but I did have people throughout various corners of my life that I was able to pull a quality from and really apply it as the full package. And that and that, that, that's what I would say is like, you know, the blueprint uh, and roadmap to the things that I've been following, I'm doing it naturally, you know? Wow. <laughs> yes. This is
1: powerful. And I know we're going to dive in a little bit more into some of the things you're working on, you know, right now, but we're going to do that after the break. I know we have about a couple minutes to the, to the break, but anything yep. else before we get break into the second, when we come back at the break, we're going to talk about Dome and some of the things you're doing there. Any yes. other things, lessons that, you know, last minute lessons that you learned th- throughout you know, your career f- up to this point, football included, that you could share with the audience that have helped you in your journey?
2: absolutely so recently I coined a quote and it goes in the pursuit you discover and there's a lot of times where people have an idea but they they get so I would say um either pre-traumatized or they just don't have they don't feel like they have the qualities or what it takes to then step out there and pursue it and for me I didn't have I never had all the answers but I knew that if I, start the pursuit, I'll start discovering all of these opportunities and doors and people that I'll meet and relationships and connections that I'll make that will propel me forward. So that's a coin, that's a quote that I coined in the pursuit you discover. And it's basically telling people and all of our listeners today is like, step out on faith. You know, you you have enough, you have a solid idea. You of course, you're not naive, you're not delusional, you have something there, step out, start reading start you know going on youtube reaching out to people and and going into your local community of successful people that may have done something similar and start to just soak it in and apply it to your life so that's uh you know leave without listeners for for that one
1: (laughs) powerful stuff Tim, thank you so much. I know you got more to share when we come back. We got to go to break, everybody, but when we come right back, we got more from Super Bowl champion to tech entrepreneur. Lots of great lessons and nuggets to be learned here from Tim Wright. We'll be right back after the break.
0: Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. The business community's first choice in internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at one 472 5790 Again, that's one 472 5790 Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success.
1: Well, welcome back, everybody. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Tim Wright from Super Bowl Champion to Tech Entrepreneur. Again, a lot of great information that was shared in the first segment. If you were just joining us, we highly encourage you to check out this show on demand here later today here at the Voice America Business Channel Great wisdom here uh, from t- Tim's days of playing pop Warner football through his career at Rutgers, then eventually into the NFL, catching TD passes from Tom Brady, and so on, and all these great things that he's learned in some of the businesses that he started and succeeded, and where he's gonna uh, where he is today with a company he co-founded called Dome, and you're gonna be finding out more about that here. So, Tim, I know with you, and I've we've had you know separate discussions offline. You are all about disruption, and you had you disrupted the, you know the whole concept of how you you know what you did at Rutgers with the barbershop concept, and here yes. you are now disrupting in how we do things with sound and how we and how it's going to change just like how Apple changed everything with the iPhone and yes. kind of you know revolutionized all of our lives in so many ways. You're now embarking on this journey of disruption with Dome. Talk a little bit about dome or dome audio and what you're doing there in terms of disrupting in a good way and how we can now appreciate (laughs) sound and the things we do with it.
2: Absolutely. Chris, you know, um, I'm very honored to have had the chance in the NFL to be a part of the 1% of millions upon millions of, of athletes and players that, you know, ultimately try to make that their dream. And I was able to, and then, um, you know, I I took myself to another category with being possibly uh, 0.01% of guys who actually won a Super Bowl. So with that said, all I know is disruption. And with disruption, you have to be a leader. You have to be out front. Every phase of my career, from Pop Warner all the way through, I was a leader. I was a captain. And with that being said, I want to be that in business as well. That's what really wakes me up every single day. And so to your point, what I was able to create as my first business uh, with with really, you know, essentially transforming how the space of cosmetology, barbershop hair salons, and and the infrastructure of that, have, everybody has a system. That's what I wanted to create, and I think I was on the forefront of bringing that to, to a space on a college campus that everyone can take part in, which was really cool. But now transitioning into Dome Audio and really what I bring to the table, my value as a strategic thinker, as a barber for 20 years, I was able to really learn how people think, how they consume, why they love things, why they hate things. And we all know, all listeners know, you know, especially if you have a barber or stylist. There's things that you share with them that you don't necessarily share with everybody. You know, there's conversations. Oh
1: yeah, you're you're like a you're like a psychologist, <laughs> like a
2: therapist, right? So <laughs> so imagine the type of dialogue that happens inside of that space. And I was a recipient of all of that wisdom for so long, and I'm essentially using what I learned about again. Uh, why people actually do the things they do. And so I'm able to apply that and essentially partner with my partner, Ben White, who is the IP developer, and he's the architect and engineer behind this disruptive headphone technology we call Dome Audio. It's the future of sound. This headphone, the premise is it allows you to hear music in a full immersive fidelity way while still hearing the world around you, because it's a completely open-ear design. We have four patents on the technology, and it truly complements the human anatomy because the two speakers that rest on both sides of your head, they actually sit on the jawbone and the mastoid bone behind your ear. So it's sending sound directly into your inner ear. So it sounds like it's music spoken word through phone calls or or commentary or anything that's being streamed through the headphone, it sounds like the voice or the song or the lyrics is directly in your head. It's really a surreal yeah, type yeah. Of reaction. But, but what's cool about it is that it's also going to impact nearly a half a billion people who are also deaf and hard of hearing. And so we are now creating a platform for both communities to enjoy the same headphones. So we're coming into the world being the most versatile, the most innovative, and truly bringing a new breath of fresh air for how people can still be aware of their surroundings, still have dialogue and conversations, but still not being disconnected from the music that they love or the phone calls that they need to take. They can walk through life seamlessly while still having Dome Audio as the companion and the backdrop to all their audio needs. So with that said... This technology was designed and built from scratch from my partner. He came from the music industry for 25 years as a songwriter, producer, and musician. And he got his hands on a pair of conventional bone conduction headphones. And that's where he said, you know, I understand the concept, but there's a lot of room for growth here. And if I added two more speakers to this design, because every other bone conduction headphone only has two speakers. So he added two more speakers, But then he added this component, once he figured out the design, which has its own unique silhouette, he then said, there's times where you don't want to hear everything around you. And so he came up with this component called a dome cover that you attach to the frame of the headphone, and that's where you instantly go into a privacy mode. So with that said, when I saw that, when he sent me the rendering of what he was working on, I said, and mind you, this was in 2018. When I saw that, I said, football, you've been great to me, <laughs> but now I'm going to go fulfill my other passion. I, I got
0: to
1: use my head now more, <laughs> not my body. That I've subjected. That's right.
2: <laughs> that's right. I got to use the best muscle on my body and that's in my head. So I started to go to work. Like I said before, in the last segment, I started studying all the greats, all the business models, all the things that made companies disruptive. What what are the leaders in each category? I studied them. And I studied the the leader behind those leaders in in those companies. And with all of that said, when I saw the dome cover piece, I then said, this is a platform that we can use and call it headphone real estate. And we can have where almost every company in the world that has a logo and a brand and a design and, and you know, material that they use, such as fashion brands, they can have all of that on the face of the dome cover. And we can engage with those brands in the form of a licensing deal. And now consumers will be able to express their favorite brands. They, they'll be able to express their favorite designs or whatever they want and interchange those covers. So that fascinated me on top of the experience and then on top of being able to transform lives. So with all of that as a full package, my partner and I now, we've been at work around the clock for the last five years, building this headphone company. It's gonna be premium. It's gonna, again, create that disruption within the space. And it's just been, you know, really a fulfilling accomplishment to know how far we've come without the world even knowing dome audio yet. So once we flip the switch, that's where consumers and people within our world say, where did that come from? Like, was this an overnight thing? No, we put seven, five to seven years of work behind this. And now you're the recipient of all that we poured into it. So with that said, that's that's been the journey, Chris.
1: I love <laughs> it. I love what you explained. Now Tim if you could take that what you shared about what you've done when you back in 2018 when you you know met Ben and you got and you saw this concept you said I'm all in and yes. you know I'm going to we're going to we're going to take we're going to revolutionize how people you know process sound and do things especially for people that are hard of hearing or can't hear and that affects so many people yes. young people and even elderly people as oh, well yeah. talk a little bit about if you could share the process Like you did. You did already kind of in a way that applied to Dome, but like breaking it down for people that might be hearing that, hey, I'm coming out with something good, something new, but I'm not where where Tim is yet with Dome, but what are some of the steps I can take that could help me to point me in that
0: direction?
2: Yeah, no, great question, Chris. So, you know, like I said before, um, the merit and substance that's within really being a student first. Yeah, Number one, you have to be coachable because you're going to rely on mentors. You're going to rely on folks that may may not be totally related to the business space that you're going into or the industry or the category, but you're going to need a whole lot of more things than just the business one-on-one. You're going to need to learn how to handle bad days you know, the, the grit to get back up from some news that you got from whether it's a partner an investor or, you know, like anything that can have an impact on your business you're, It's not going to be all good days.
1: No. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: So, so So you're, you have to prepare yourself as a full spectrum, not just learning how to do business because you can learn everything you need to know how to do business and be empty on the other side of your body and say, man, I cannot do this. I spent years, uh, you know, studying and and, and and getting certified in certain areas to be to have the credibility to then go out and do it. But I'm still missing that I have to go out and do it piece.
1: <laughs> uh, do it piece. And, and I love what you talked about the grit and yes. the resilience because you did that in your football career, like even at Rutgers. T- you tore your ACL and yes. then you went to the NFL. And obviously now you're playing with the best of the best at that level. And then you had to endure injuries and come back. And then, you know, and then, you know, how am I going to now be better than I was before, after that injury and so on. And, but yet you, you, you persevered and that all of those are things, what you just shared about, and especially in a startup environment that That's you're right. going to be facing those things. You got to be mentally and emotionally prepared.
2: Exactly, Chris. And, and a quick story. So my rookie year, I came in again, undrafted, I got my position switch, and I had to earn a spot on the team within a matter of weeks. It was one of the toughest physical and mental periods of my life. And I had a lot riding on it. I literally, my wife was pregnant with our with our son at the time. So I had a lot to to, to look forward to that I wanted to achieve for our family. So with this said, I went out. Not only did I make the team, four games into the season, I won the starting job. Next thing you know, I ended up breaking a franchise record for touchdowns. And by the last game, I tied the most catches by a rookie tight end in the last decade in the NFL. I didn't even come in as a tight end three months ago, right? Exactly. So you were
1: you were a receiver. I was a
2: receiver, <laughs> like like twenty pounds less than a, than the lightest tight end on the team. So I had to. It was and put, you had to
1: probably bulk up somewhat. I had to put on like twenty
2: pounds. I had to put on twenty pounds over that course of that season just to compete on a physical side. But the other thing, the the, the, the thing about it is, is once I had that type of season, you would think that, okay, I'm about to go into this next year and dominate even more. I'm going to just pick up where I left off, right? I come in in my second year with Tampa Bay. By the end of training camp, 2 days before the end of training camp, I get a tap on my shoulder from the GM and say, "We appreciate what you've done since we've been you've been here, but we're about to trade you to the New England Patriots." This is 2 days before the final the final cut. I landed in New England. I walk in the building. Bill Belichick shakes my hand and he says, "Timmy, we're glad to have you here, but you got to learn sixty plays tonight because you're starting in the game tomorrow. We want to see what you're gonna do."
1: And I'm like, oh. <laughs> talk, <laughs> "Talk about pre- that, talk about not only pressure for the play, sixty plays in the playbook, but you're now now you're now you have to you're taking direction from one of the greatest." The greatest Football coaches coach a that ever coached
2: the game. <laughs> he says, we're starting you in the game tomorrow, and we're likely going to throw you the first pass. In fact, they did, right? But they walked me in. They walked me down to the locker room, and here comes out Robert Kraft. I just happened to catch him in the hallway. And he's like, Timmy Wright, thank you for coming here. We're glad to have you. You know, me, Bill, and Tom, we pulled the trigger to get you. And he was like, go make it happen. I walk in the locker room. And I'm seeing guys, future Hall of Famers, pro bowlers, all pro players. And it's like it's like a dream. I'm like, are, this is an all-star team right now. <laughs> and they walk me up to Tom Brady and they say, hey, Tom, look who's here. And he turns around. He was texting in his locker, turns around and said, Timmy Wright, I'm glad you're here. I know exactly who you are. I watched your film. Let's go win it. And I look up and my locker is right next to Tom. Wow. I ended up catching six touchdowns that season, but it was this. It was like, I know what I'm here for. I'ma study more than anybody could. I'ma prepare more than anybody could. And I'm gonna go out there when the lights cut on and I'm gonna do what I gotta do. And not only that, I caught the first uh first down of the season like three days later. Like it was it was insane, but that's the type of grit, the type of preparation and those other attributes other than just knowing what you got to do for your business or idea or company but you got to apply it all in one and and that's where the, the successful outcomes come.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well like you just demonstrated again those values, you know, and, you know, you adapt here you are, you had a great season with Tampa Bay, you come in then next season thinking okay, I'm ready to, you know, you know, you, you know, pick up where I left off and then all of a sudden it's like what I'm I'm, out, I'm going to New England. <laughs> and then then there's all this pressure. my God, I'm gonna be playing for this high caliber team that wins year after year after year. They got a winning organization. Now you got all this other pressure. Yes. but instead of like allowing it to get the best of you, you embraced it. you prepared and and you and not only used your body but you you used your head in this case, like yeah. probably more your head in this case. And those yeah. are the things that you, obviously you've carried on into your entrepreneurial life after football
2: precisely precisely chris that's that's why i say you know the caliber of where i come from and 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 what i've put into it to then see the reward of what that gets you that's what i'm applying to business you know that's what i'm applying with my partner we approach it every day we say we let's huddle up we're in a game room. We're out there executing. We're getting the yards, the first downs, uh-huh. the touch. Like, that's literally how we approach it.
1: You know. I love you when you said huddle because everyone th- – sometimes they think of a huddle. Well, that's football. No, yes. you can huddle in business. It <laughs> exactly. may not be 30 seconds, but that's it right. have to be half an hour or an hour either. You were, right. were huddling for 10 minutes, and we're going to get really specific, clear, and concise okay. on what we're doing today to move our concept forward. forward. Or whatever that there may is. be. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Love it, love it. Well, Tim, I know we got about le- about less than two minutes before the, the next mm-hmm. break. Any key, other, any other key points you want to share about lessons learned, and then what you're doing with Dome that you could share that could help the audience listening in in their endeavors?
2: Yeah. So, thank you for bringing that up, Chris. I I, um, I adopted this very early on, but it really. You know, shared a lot of merit with me in my life and evolution, and and it started from the football field because it's a it's a sports context, but essentially in life, you either win or you learn.
1: I love that, and, love <laughs> and don't not we don't lose, we we learn. I love yeah, it. Like,
2: like you know, people automatically hang their head when they lose. It's like. Yeah look like look at the game look at the the great things that happened look at the things that didn't happen that were, that weren't good but you can learn from that and apply it the next time you're up at bat that next day you wake up to go attack business and and lead your team like those are the things collectively and individually that you bring to the table so you either win or you learn don't 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 take that loss as something that changes your character or changes how you approach your job or you know how you run into work in the morning and attack it like you either win or you learn
1: I love it because the thing is, is that we grow and expand through challenges, setbacks and problems. If everything went right and nothing could go wrong, then what what, what do we do? We become complacent, we become bored and eventually we create problems regardless. So either way, we might as well embrace it and see what we can learn from it. So I know we got to go to break here, but I know you got more to share here. We got more to come here from tech, from Super Bowl champion to tech entrepreneur with super bowl champion tim Wright. uh we'll be right back we got more to come and you're going to get some more golden nuggets what tim will share here in the last segment of the show we'll be right back after the break
0: voice america at facebook.com forward slash voice america for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts what is balance it's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects surrounding yourself with family and loved ones nurturing your spirituality maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness and being present in the moment When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1 866 472 5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success.
1: Well, welcome back. If you're just joining us here, we're to a, t- a Super Bowl champ, uh, t- Tim Wright. He's also now a tech entrepreneur and one a co-founder of Dome Audio. Again, we highly encourage you to listen to the show in its entirety here later today at the Voice America Business Channel. A lot of golden Uh, nuggets and insights that Tim has shared that will definitely help you and wherever you are at in your personal journey of success or in a business to elevate you forward. So we highly encourage you to check that out. Today's show is being brought to you again by Alumni Direct, a, a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types. If you'd like to find out more information about what they're up to, and how it can help you wherever you are to really re- rekindle old relationships and meet new people for the first time, check them out at alumni direct.com. That's alumni direct.com. So Tim, you had shared some great insights about your journey in the first segment, you know, from the time you started playing football at a young age, you know, going to Rutgers then to the NFL, winning the Super Bowl with the, the New England Patriots and all the great things that you're doing now with, you know, in, in disrupting the tech world as an entrepreneur with Dome uh, Audio, the future of sound. Can you share with us some of the core fundamentals of the disruption process when it comes to product development and changing the way we do things in our everyday life? What you're doing with the future of sound?
2: Oh, that's a great question, Chris. Um, you know, what I look at. And the way that my lens is geared to see things the way I see it is you take, and and, and this is a speaking for a lot of different, you know, entrepreneurs and the ones that do rise to be the leaders in a category, but I want to hone in for an example to Tesla and, and Elon Musk and how he's, you know, really moving that forward and not, not necessarily about the business practices. I'm, I'm not going to get into that, but I just want to talk to the innovation, the disruption, and the category shift. But essentially, when when you look at cars and as consumers, we look at things that are very common to us, things that has become, you know, natural behavior and what we're used to, right? Things you don't have to second guess. And, you know, back in the day, like if if Tom Ford or Henry Ford, I'm sorry, was to ask people you know, what would you want? Most people would have said, I want a faster horse. Yeah. <laughs> that's, when he, that's, when he, that's when he rolled up with a Model T with four wheels and they're like, <laughs> are you serious? We're going to get and it. And it changed the face of how people, you know, transportate around the world. So with that said, what Elon did in taking a category where, whether you love American muscle or you love exotic cars and, and you love the, the sound of of an engine and and all the things that go into it. But then Tesla looking at, and I definitely want to give credit to the, to the two guys that, you know, first created Tesla and then Elon stepped in and and brought it forward. But what they looked at in the performance of an electric vehicle, it truly has grabbed the attention of consumers and is now becoming a new behavior across the, across the world. And looking at the benefits of what it does for society, for our environment, the whole nine is like that's one thing. And I'm gonna tie this and connect it with Dome, but that's that's one aspect of it. But then the individual behind the wheel and the type of thrill and performance they get from having an electric car. But now you tie in a brand, right? You 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 architect a brand behind it. And that's where you get the super fans and the the enthusiasts and the people that just are like, I'm, I'm, I'm pro, like I'm pro Tesla, I'm team. So, like that is one of the business models that I love because it's it's a heavy lift on Elon. It's a big concept. It's he's creating infrastructure in so many different ways under that umbrella, and that's what I love about disruptive businesses. Is like, you know, another another example is what, what Apple did. You know, they came into the space and they learned along the way. They had a forward thinking mind with Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, but it was okay. Instead of having two different components for the computer and now the person receiving it has to put those things together and figure it out. Let's create the full package in one and give it to them. And now when you say think different, now the world is is, is is endless in terms of what you can do with that. So with all of that said, those two examples, that's what we're doing with Dome headphones. It's a headphone. You're consuming audio. You're listening to music and taking phone calls. And, you know, noise is able to now be essentially isolated and amplified. And it's giving you all of these different experiences. But what I didn't mention earlier is that because the core design of our headphone is open ear, we're now able to bring experiences and features that no closed ear headphone or over ear headphone can actually do. So for example, you can now go to a live sporting event, watch the game live while getting commentary in real time. You can now go on a tour at a museum and the tour guide could be speaking through their headphone, and because it's open ear, and you're there with your family, you can hear that tour guide talk seamlessly while still having dialogue with the
1: people. Yeah, the that's way. that's unbelievable. You know, any kind of tour, right? Any kind of tour, or any type of tour, yeah,
2: any type of tour. Language translation, step by step navigation for people who may who may be visually impaired. You know. All of these new th- meditation, you know, classes and, and different, different environments where this open air concept by simply removing the element that inherently disconnects you with all conventional headphones, but not retracting from the audio experience, that's disruption. So mm. that said, it's, it's, it's truly an endless amount of opportunities that we have with DOME. And we're pouring into it. We're laying that foundation so superbly, with all the individuals that we're being very patient for our listeners. You know, patience is key, and 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 approaching it every single day with we're gonna move the we're gonna move this forward. We're gonna gain the yards and gain the type of first downs that will get the company in position where you can start bringing on investors. You can start braining it on partners. You could start you know, going out there and getting licensing deals and purchase orders for your business or, or clients or people coming into your door. That's what disruption is about. That's what having a, a, a mentality that there was a book that I read also very early on. And it was by Michael Gerber. And oh, it's yeah. Called, called the E-Myth Revisited. E-Myth, great book. Yeah, great book, right? And he talks about You know, of course, you got the entrepreneurial seizure. You got people who say, hey, I'm tired of working for my boss. I want to go. I know everything he's doing. I want to create my own company. And that's fine. But you have to realize that there's things that your boss does that when you leave work and you punch your clock and, 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 you know, you're going about your way that now he has to do four to five other things to keep the company moving. Now, if you're ready for that and want that, great. Go right ahead. But do not be blinded by the responsibilities that come from being an entrepreneur. And so he said one profound quote that always stuck with me. And it was like, most people, they work in their business, but you have to develop yourself to work on your business. And when you can work on your business rather than in your business, you'll be surprised at how far your company can go or the type of spaces that your company can now go into various industries where you would have thought there's no way I could have ended up in that other industry. But because I'm thinking and working on my business, you can see things that other people don't about your business. So that's, you know, some of the, the inner workings, I would say, Chris, of, you know, the concept of like, what's the construct, what's the, what's the fundamentals of, of creating a disruptive company. And it's, and it's really
1: those things. Wow. <laughs> be great, great, great layout what you shared there, and it's so true. And we hope listeners that you've taken notes. And again, we encourage you to listen to this show in its entirety again, because sometimes we might hear something, but when we hear it again, it really sinks in. And Tim really laid a really strong foundation for all of you for those core fundamentals when it comes to disruption. And disruption is a good thing when it comes, to, you know, when it comes to products introducing new concepts. And Tim, what I loved what you shared is that it's this is about experiences, right? And it's not going to be the same experience for everyone. Everyone might have a different experience. And that's what it's all about, because it's those experiences that shape our lives, and what it becomes, and and how we can pass that on to others that might see the same for themselves. So I I love when you shared that. (laughs) Thank you, Chris. Yes. Absolutely. So when it comes to the you know the you know the next next steps for uh, uh, dome, I know some things that you got working on that can't be disclosed, obviously. But the what would be right now, like some of the things that that you know that are on the next steps for for dome that you can share on a general level.
2: Absolutely. So we will be pulling the veil back and flipping the switch and introducing dome to the world sometime twenty twenty four. Um, there's there's not a date set in stone yet. There's a lot being worked on that we're reverse engineering um, in, in, into you know the revealing of the product and the company. But you guys can be, I would say, very very pleasantly surprised as well as the anticipation of what that experience is that you like you just said, Chris. And you know, really, it's hard is is one that's hard to capture in words because again you know, whether you have different degrees of hearing, uh, whether you have hearing loss or you're profoundly deaf, there's there's a whole stream of, you know, folks from normal hearing capabilities all the way through that when you feel the music as well as hear the music, it's like you're sitting right on the stage of your best, the best band concert that you ever went to. You feel every instrument. You can hear the different tonalities of of of. You know how people sing the words the inflection all of that stuff and you know that that is really the the transformative element and the fact that we can do it across all hearing levels is really cool um but with that said you know the the, the combination of the fashion component what we call the dome cover there's going to be some very fun collaborations oh and that's where yeah that will be releases.
1: nice with the licensing i know investors be be, be yes. with the letter <laughs> listening that, that like licensing there's a yes. lot of money in licensing so take note <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you said it
1: plain vanilla Chris. i try to keep exactly. it as vanilla as i exactly.
2: could there it is there it is so listen if there's any investors that's tapping into this to this <laughs> audio today i call all of you to take a look at what we're doing we have a platform right now we're calling investors we have around it's open so anyone interested, please reach out to Chris or I'll share my information soon. You can reach out to us directly, but we we're, we're be more than welcome to have you join our mission and ultimately impact the way the world experiences sound.
1: Wow. Powerful stuff. Tim, we want to thank you for taking the time being here t- today with us here live on the Sustainable Success Show here with the Voice American Business Channel. I know we got a less than two minutes in the show. How can people get to know you personally as well as Dome and anything that you'd like to share with the audience before we conclude
2: absolutely so i'm on instagram at tim wright 81 uh you can follow the company dome on instagram as well as dome underscore audio and you can reach out to us by going through email at dome dot connect at dome so you can reach out to us and i'm sorry make that correction you can reach out to us through email at connect at domeaudioinc.com, connect at domeaudioinc.com, and then lastly, our website is domeaudioinc.com. So those are all the ways you could find us. Again, we're we're open platforms, so looking forward to hearing from you.
1: Wow, great! And we will make sure that again that you know we'll have that information uh, available that you can contact him in the show notes. We highly encourage you again. Listen to this show in entirety. There is some great information here to help you personally and also in your business into it, no matter what level you are in your business, whether if you're a startup in the middle, we always are innovating and coming up with new ideas. great information and great insights that Tim had shared here. So again, Tim, thank you so much for being here. We greatly appreciate taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us.
2: Absolutely. It was a pleasure, Chris. Thank you. really appreciate
1: it. Uh, our pleasure. And listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here at Sustainable Success. Again, this show would not be here without you. And again, we encourage you to reach out to us if you'd like to have any new content that hasn't been shared here on the show that relates to Sustainable Success. Feel free to reach out to us at Chris at ChristopherSalem.com or Chris at Success.net. Either way, that message will get to us or somebody in my team to process And again, we want to thank you listeners joining us each and every week and continue to share the show with people you care about to help them move their level of success to the next level. Till then, everybody, have a great rest of your day and week, and we'll see you next Thursday at 12 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. East Coast time. Have a great day.
0: Thank you for tuning into Sustainable Success, Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have an incredible week.